It is a solo episode of the Second and Four podcast on this Saturday, October 19th. Um, guys are out of town. Send my love to the fellas. But I'm here. Me. Ryan T. Host, don't mind me right now. I'm looking for something. Uh, keep that music going. You know. Yeah. I'll find it in a second. But uh, we got a, we got a, uh, I got a nice little solo pod for you today. Um, the games this week. There's some good games this week, man. There's some good games this week. I want to uh, talk about a few of them and, and uh, look, you know, give my opinion on it. I can't, I can't speak for the whole squad, but I can definitely give my opinion on these games. Check it. Uh, but I want to start here. So, last week, last week headed up to, headed leading up to the uh, Eagles-Vikings game, I had to listen to a lot of shit talking from Philadelphia fans, and I, and I I don't talk shit, it don't matter who I'm, who my team plays, when we play, you know, I do not talk shit for one reason, one reason only, one reason. I'm not on that field. I can't back up the shit that I'm talking. You see, I can have all the faith in my squad in the world, but that don't necessarily mean that they're going to go out there and get the job done, so I don't talk shit. Eagles fans was giving me shit all fucking week. So here, I know I had to hear, oh, 38 to 7. Oh, make sure you have our banner hanging high in our, that's our house, yada, yada, all that bullshit. They won the Super Bowl there. Yeah, you, oh, you guys, oh, you guys only win the games that aren't important, you know. Like, last I checked, every game is important. And especially when you're sitting at 3-3, three and three, Philly. So, you, you, you came to Minnesota, homeboy was running his mouth up, running his mouth on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins lit your asses up. And then I say, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. Let the excuses. I'll wait for them. I'll let you come up with your best excuse. You know what? There is none. And you know what you said? You know what the fuck you said? Our secondary sucks. And here's my response to that. You knew your fucking secondary sucked before the game. So what was you talking shit for? You just didn't believe it that Cousins would light you up. I mean, you've seen Cousins light y'all asses up before. He did it when he was with Washington. He did it last year with Minnesota when we came there and, and beat y'all ass in y'all building. So here's my thing. Yo, fuck Philadelphia. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Liberty Bell. Fuck the Love Statue. Fuck Packer Ave. Fuck Cisco that sit across the street from Lincoln Financial Field. 
fuck the Schuylkill Expressway. Fuck <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck Wells Fargo Center. Fuck the Soul. Fuck the Walt Whitman Bridge. Fuck Philadelphia. Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. So, yo, fuck Philadelphia. Fuck that raggedy ass, fictitious character, Rocky Balboa that you guys worship. Fuck Philadelphia. Moving on. Thursday night. Thursday night. We saw Denver Broncos host the Kansas City Chiefs and uh Kansas City Chiefs, I mean Denver Broncos didn't even show up in their own fucking stadium. Right? Ass whipping time. 30 to 6. And that is without Patrick Mahomes. Why? Patrick Mahomes got hurt. <clears throat> Why did he get hurt? Because Andy Reid is a fucking idiot. Andy Reid, your franchise quarterback, is nursing an ankle injury. He's been nursing an ankle injury all damn season long. And you call a quarterback sneak. And this motherfucker dislocates his kneecap he's not out for the season but he's out for three weeks and i don't like that why one he's entertaining as hell to watch two he's my fantasy quarterback (laughs) and three we play them in that three game stretch i wanted kansas city to be as close to full strength as possible and by close to full strength i mean Patrick Mahomes playing because all the Chiefs fans are going to say, oh, you know the reason you beat us is because we didn't have Mahomes. Listen, we just going to whip y'all ass anyway. Sorry, buddy. We just going to whip y'all ass any anyway. Y'all can't stop the run. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, <coughs> Mike Boone, hell, Amir Abdullah, would have had, well, we would have we'd we'd ran the ball down y'all throat. Y'all defense can't stop shit. And our defense would have snuffed your offense out. We would have made enough stops and got after your quarterback who's nursing an ankle injury to beat you. It wouldn't have mattered. I just wanted him to be there so there'd be no excuses. Now that gives you guys an excuse. Understand? But uh, congratulations on your win. It's looking better for Oakland, who now has a chance to close, close the gap gain some ground on you guys they're coming off a bye week they go into green bay and green bay is another team that struggles stopping the run and what does oakland do well with the rookie josh jacobs they run the ball very well and Derek carr has been looking pretty good very accurate this year i like i like uh Oakland going into uh, Green Bay and upsetting the Packers. Because I'm going to tell you something. Ah, you know what? I'll save that. I got a little segment for you guys that I created for myself. I'm going to give it to you a little later. But, yeah. It's not like Green Bay's not beatable at home. So, I like... I, I, coming off a of bye, fresh, energized, extra energy now because, hey, now now we, yo, we can... If we can win these... If we can win some games while Mahomes is out, gain some ground, we might can take the AFC West. I like Oakland tomorrow. L.A. Rams. 
Breeze, your boys, just when you thought the Rams were done and maybe even waving the white flag and saying, hell, the season is over because the way they broke the news was a little weird. First, you get to leave, put on IR. Then you get the news of Marcus Peters being traded and you think, hell, these these niggas lost three straight games. They might just be hanging it up saying, yo, fuck it. Let's just lose out. You know, let's let's shut it down for the season. Girly ain't girly. You know, we just got our ass whipped at home by San Fran. Nah. They make the move that a lot of teams was trying to make and they bring in Jalen Ramsey. Which is good. It works really well. Because I think he's way better than uh, Marcus Peters. But is he? You know? You know, I just, I just, I, I, I'm the guy that like to ask the questions because you got to question everything. You can't just go along with statistics because something I like to say is numbers don't lie. But they can be very misleading. Understand? And he might be listed as one of the top corners in the league. But he's also he was also playing in the AFC South. The AFC South, which featured uh, Andrew Luckless. Indianapolis Colts two seasons ago. Uh, Deshaun Watson less in uh, Houston Texans because he tore the ACL a couple seasons ago. And uh, non-passing offense in the Tennessee Titans. So is it is it coincidence that his numbers look good? I mean, his numbers look good because he's playing in a, a in a division where quarterbacks can't really throw the ball. Am I saying he's not elite? No, I'm not. So before anybody says anything to me, I'm not saying. Could he be Namdi Asamoah 2.0? Very well so could be the case. You know, similar stories. Oakland, shut down corner, Namdi was. Comes to Philly and gets exposed. Comes across country. Same thing. Ramsey, shut down corner. And uh, Jacksonville goes across country to L.A. Will he get exposed to? I don't know. But they're coming in, coming back to Atlanta. He might have a little jet lag he's supposed to play this week. But uh, uh, I like him. I, we'll see. We're going to see. He's going to get tested right out the gate. Receivers and a quarterback. Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley in that dome. I don't know if Atlanta is playing for anything. I don't know if they gave up, packed it up for the season. But, hell, I think it's, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I like the Rams to bounce back and get back, you know, get back and get another win in the win column and try to keep pace with the Seahawks and the 49ers, try to catch up with them. Because I don't think that – I think that division is far from wrapped up. Speaking of the 49ers, they come over here to face Washington. Racial slurs. Um uh, I, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of San Francisco. Like I mean, a lot of people sold on San Francisco. I tell tell you what. Uh, I, I'll just leave it at this. You can't. I'll say this. You can't knock one team 
for playing a weak schedule, but not knock another team for playing a weak schedule. And that's all I'm going to say about the San Francisco 49ers. For now. For now. Uh-oh. We need JT to get it together. Wisconsin is trailing 23-21 to under a minute left in the fourth quarter. Wow. Oh, uh, I knew that was going to happen. I fucking knew that was going to happen because Illinois is wearing them damn galloping ghost uniforms. I knew it. I knew it. And when teams break out some crazy-ass uniforms, they tend to play better for that for that moment. So, on to uh, the next game is uh, Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis coming off a bye, which a much-needed bye for them after whipping uh, Kansas City's ass on a Sunday night. Uh, give Marlon Mack some t- time to get some rest. Give T.Y. Hilton some time to get some rest. Uh he loved Darius Leonard. They get Darius Leonard back this week. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling Houston. I'm feeling Houston's been on a roll, but I'm, I'm kind of feeling, I'm feeling Indianapolis coming off the bye in this game. I like Indianapolis. I like what Jacoby Brissett has been doing this year. Uh, and Frank Wright is a good coach. Frank Reich is a good coach. And I like, I, I think, I think they'll quiet the Texans, you know, because Texans have been on a little, 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 what's his name, my man, my man, um, Deshaun Watson been doing a lot of talking lately, and I, uh, I think, I, I, I think Indy comes off the bike, get that. Game I want to talk about, uh, just brief, just a little bit. My guys, Minnesota Vikings, travel to uh, the Detroit, face the Lions. Lions is coming off a terrible, a heartbreaking defeat Monday night against the Packers. The Packers seem to always get the calls when they're playing at home. If you recall, in week two, when they played us at home in Lambeau Field, there was three offensive pass interference called questionable calls that and one took a touchdown off the board. Green Bay is is a part of my special segment, so stay tuned for that. Detroit, on the other hand, they're a front. They come out the gates running, and then they come to like they they you got to carry them across the finish line. Basically, they're they they're fast fast starting team, and then the second uh, the fourth quarter. Ah, second half, I'm sorry. Third and fourth quarter, they struggle. Put up points and uh, keep teams. They've led in every game headed into the fourth quarter. And their record is 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Now, listen, now check that out. They've led in every game this year. Going into the fourth quarter. I like Minnesota. I, Minnesota has a chance to separate ourselves from the pack and chase try to chase down the Packers with our next three games we coming on we won two games beat the Giants uh we beat the shit out of the fucking Eagles last week that's if we get another win tomorrow against Detroit and get another win Thursday night against Washington and then we have the Kansas City game and without Patrick Mahomes that's more than likely going to be a win now uh I like it's setting up real good for us Miami at Buffalo only reason I'm talking about this game is because Bills Mafia. 
but it's the Dolphins. They suck. Buffalo's a heavy favorite at home. I'd be surprised if Miami upsets the Bills. Uh, Baltimore, Seattle is an interesting game because both teams are in, uh, well, Baltimore's in first place, Seattle's in second place, but it could very well be, it could easily be the other way. Like, Seattle could, Seattle's on that list. We'll talk about that in a minute. I think it's an interesting game because Seattle has been gifted. Russell Russell Wilson's been playing out of his mind this year, and he's been winning a lot of games for the Seahawks. Uh, Baltimore, again, they fall into that category of, like, every other team, like, Okay, are they good or do they have a winning record because they played a shitty schedule? Yeah, I'm going to go with the latter on that. So coming across the country to play Seattle. Um, I think that's a good measuring. I think I, I, I'm going to side with the Ravens in that because Earl Thomas is coming back. Marcus Peters is there. And I think I think Earl Thomas is going to have him uh, balls from Baltimore fired up. Got to get some side of some type of revenge on the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. Remember the last time he was out there with Pete Carroll, he was flipping him off when he got hurt because he wanted a new deal and he wouldn't give it to him and he went he played anyway and got hurt. <sighs> new Orleans at Chicago, no Alvin Kamara, Teddy Bridgewater, long day. That's what that means. Chicago's coming off a bye after a loss in London to the Raiders. Defense is going to be angry at home. It's probably going to be cold, windy, maybe a little rain. Hell, you might see some flurries. It's called the lake effect up there. Uh, Teddy, long day for you, buddy. Long day. I think the Bears is going to knock. I think the Bears is going to take the Saints down in this one. And Sunday night football, the Losers Bowl. Uh, you got the the, for the the winner will temporarily be. In first place in NFC East is between the Dallas Cowboys and the fucking sorry ass Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, uh, Dallas loses a three straight. Everybody was all high on the Cowboys and Dak Prescott at the beginning of the year, but guess what? Any quarterback would have, I would have looked good. Playing the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. Then you come back and you play New Orleans, you lose. You played the Jets last week who were winless and you lost. And who was the other one that you lost to before that? Who did you lose to before them? I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank, but... It's a three-game losing streak for the Dallas Cowboys. Ain't going to get no better because I think they're going to lose tomorrow night. Amari Cooper's not playing. You're still down your t- tackle. The Eagles are mad. These Eagles st- may have a sorry-ass secondary, but guess what? You ain't going to be able to exploit it because you don't have your number one receiver, and they're going to have an angry defensive front because the Eagles still do have one of the best defensive lines in the league. So, therefore... I like the Eagles to win that game down in Jerry World tomorrow. Now, I'm going to wrap up the first segment, and then I'm going to get back with you and go, you know, some other stuff. Got some shit I put together for the second half of the podcast. 
I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back. All right, this is Ryan T. I'm back for the second segment. What I'm going to call this second segment is who's phony, who's fake. And in this week's segment of who's phony, who's fake, I have four teams. I'm going to bring them to be basically judged. They're going to stand before me and present their case. And I'm going to tell them whether they are phony or fake, a fraud or a contender. And I'm going to start out west with the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. Now, A lot of people are buying the 49ers because of that defense. What I'm looking at is the offense. I'm looking at an offense that at times struggles. Jimmy Garoppolo is good, not great. The running game, uh, the receivers, uh, Brita's lightning fast, but the receiving receiving core is depleted. I'm, I I, want to hold off on the Niners. Because, I mean, they played Tampa week one, which was a turnover fest. They got a win. Week two, they struggled at home but beat the uh, Steelers. Week three, they go and they play a, a winless, really, really bad Cincinnati Bengals team. They have a bye. They they beat up on the uh, Cleveland Cleveland Browns, who are, who are a bad football team. For all the talent they have, they're a bad football team on Monday Night Football. And they beat a struggling Rams team. I don't think the Rams are the same team as they were a year ago, and... We uh, like we're, are we? We're giving the Rams credit as if their accomplishments from last year counts towards this year. So I want to hold off on giving, saying whether or not San Francisco is forty fake. I need to see more, and, and we won't see it this week because they're playing the Redskins, and the Redskins are a bad football team. But all that noise coming out of DC. You know, Washington, Redskins are going to put something on the 49ers. Hell, if they do, they do. I'd like to see that. I doubt it, but I'd like to see it. Try it. Go for it. Case. Next team. Staying out west is the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks, to me, are phony. And I'm going to tell you why. Week one, if the if Bengals kick field goal kicker can make a field goal, that's a that's a loss. That's a win that would have been a loss. 21-20 at home. They got lit up by Cincinnati at home. Week two, 28-26, Big Ben goes down. Big, I can make an argument and say if Ben is in, that's 0-2 for the uh, Seahawks. Week three. 
boom. They get lit up by Teddy Bridgewater and the New Orleans Saints. Then you go to Arizona and play a young, bad Arizona Cardinals team and get a win. If Zerline makes his kick, you lose to the Rams on 30 on Thursday night. Instead, you got a 30 to 29 victory. And Baker Mayfield was giving you the ball last week. Just giving it up. The Browns are bad, and and you should have lost that game. You you know, you should have lost that game, but you win 32-28. When you should be, what was that, 1, 2, 3, 4. You should be 2 and 4 instead of 4 and 1, or 5 and 1. Let's let's be real. So I'm going to say the Seahawks are phony. Now let's go in the Midwest and take you up north, NFC North. Another phony team, the Green Bay Packers. Is it me or is it every time Green Bay is home, they get the penalties? It's every single time. It's been going on for years. The NFL need to look into that. It's something about Lambeau. When the Packers play at Lambeau, they make the call, all the calls for the Packers. But week one, they looked bad. It's week one, Chicago. And Chicago is going to make a lot of teams' offenses look bad. Week two, you jump out on Minnesota 21 to nothing, and after that, you only can manage 85 yards of offense. Dalvin Cook runs all over you, and if it wasn't for three really questionable offensive pass interference calls against the Vikings, one of which took a touchdown off the board, and then the bad interception, that's a loss. You get smoked by the Eagles on national TV, and the Eagles aren't the Eagles aren't that, as we've seen, that good of a football team right now. But they embarrassed you at home. You played Dallas. You beat Dallas because Dallas is a fraud. I've been saying it for weeks. And you and Detroit got robbed up at Lambeau this past week. So, Green Bay, Packers fans, go Pack go. Go back, go. Phony. And last, but most certainly not least, my brother's Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say pause on Buffalo because I believe defense travels and Bills have the Bills have arguably the second best defense, if not the first best defense in the league. But they've played bad teams besides New England. And we can't say, we give New England the benefit of the doubt because New England is New England. They've been doing what they've been doing for almost 20 years now. So we give them the benefit of the doubt because of who they are, not the schedule that they play. And Buffalo played them pretty tough at home. And if it wasn't for Josh Allen just throwing it up, they would have got the win. So we're going to pause on Buffalo. You know, even though they played the Jets, the Giants, the Eli Giants, the Bengals, and the Titans. This week they get the Dolphins. You play the schedule you're given, I get it, but you can't say when you do a power rankings or a hierarchy that these teams are the best teams in the league when they play nobody, or you're going to look stupid when you have Dallas at number two or number one, and then they go on a three-game losing streak. From now on, when we spell Dallas, we're going to spell it with three L's. That's it for this week. Holla at me. 
subscribe, rate, review, second and four podcast. Uh, share it, tell a friend, tell a friend. Support, 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 support. Go on Facebook, join the group, like the page, follow us on Instagram. As we say, put some honey on it. We'll be back next week, probably Monday. But if not Monday, we'll definitely see you next Saturday. Put some honey on it all day.